And we're live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Rez. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro Rez, Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we come to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing, DIY electronics, to make inspirational projects for you folks. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's go ahead and kick off the show with a happy coupon code for everybody. So if you want to pick up anything at Adafruit Shop, you can use this coupon code at checkout and get 10% off your order. It's Bowsette, by the way. That's how you say it. It's Bowsette, and we'll talk more about it once we talk about this week's project. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody out there. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live streaming on all the platforms, so huge shout out to the folks that are watching live. We got some free deals going on still, so go to adafruit.com slash free to check out all of the awesome deals that we have going on. They are some really good ones. For the one I like the best is the orders over $200 or more. You get free shipping on that. That's uh, pretty good if you're paying, trying to buy a printer. It's really nice. Same day delivery in New York City is an option for some folks there uh, that have certain zip codes in New York City. So check out the website for uh, options. Circuit Python meeting happens every Monday at 2 p.m. by Scott Shawcroft, who is our lead Circuit Python dev, along with. Katni and Dan and the other folks that are contributing. So check out if you want to sit in on the CircuitPython meeting, find out all the developments and things, and even share your projects every Monday at 2 p.m. Every single day, we get an Adafruit Daily Digest email. If you want to opt into that, you got to subscribe to that. You go to adafruitdaily.com for that one. You want once a week, we do the product newsletter. This one's all about the Adafruit products that happen every week. There's always new stuff every week, which is, I don't know how they do that. So check out the newsletter to find out how. Mm. Discord is where the party is at, 24-7. Thank you so much for joining us in the Discord chat room. We're hanging out there right now. We got some cool stuff that we're gonna share a little bit later in the in the prototyping area, but there is the Discord. What's the Discord link, Pedro says? It is discord.gg slash Adafruit or adafruit.it slash Discord. Any of those two will get you there if you're not a member of our Discord community. I encourage you to do so. It's pretty fun. You get some perks like, um, you know, asking sneak peeks and leaks, peeks all and of the leaks. cool stuff that everybody's working on. Mm. Definitely even for, name some products like the the prop maker. Yeah, one. yeah, super cool. Well, I think that's the housekeeping stuff for the show. Paige is getting some coffee, getting all juiced up, and uh, we got we got a we got a project this week. So let me go to that tab. If you go head on over to the learning system eight learn.adafruit.com. You will see this guy. That's right, this week's project is a take on the Bowsette train that's been going through the internet. Originally it was going to be Princess Peach, it still is. Yes, this is like the evolution where, you know, she has not fully turned into Bowsette with the shell and Koopa tail and all that. So this is just the horns that have sprouted using our previous horns from another project many years ago. This is all Ninja Flex, so this is all flexible material. This is the 85A. Uh, material, so this is very elastic. 75? 85A. 85A. Oh, okay. Very elastic. A little bit difficult to print, but it looks excellent in the gold sheen color that we have in stock in the shop. Yeah. Check out the quality of this beautiful Ooh, sparkles. Sparkly, which seems to be the trend that all the filming. Oh gosh, I like sparkle filament. It is such a good. It's a good thing really with all good. these projects. The flexible material here we're using for the. Uh, horns, it's actually cheetah, so it's 95A, mm. and this is glow-in-the-dark, so if we have a black light, you can see it 
Do a nice little glow in the dark dance. Darking, there. dark the things. Mm. Yeah, you can charge it up and get the, the pigment to really shine. Yeah, it's gonna be really excellent for Halloween. Radiate. We're using the translucent material uh, PLA that we have in the shop as well to illuminate all these with 10 millimeter sized LEDs on there. Nice little construction, all hooked up to a Gemma M0 running circuit Python. Yeah. Have a little uh, 150 milliamp hour LiPo battery on there. It's been held in place with a uh, pocket yeah, that attaches so to the entire assembly. Super smart way to kind of protect your LiPo batteries. They are a little fragile. You don't want to squish them. So a NinjaFlex pocket can help out. Yeah, so the way that this is constructed is that the NinjaFlex holds the 10 millimeter LEDs and then the gems all pop and push uh, press fit into place here. So they just hold on. Yeah, this is great. None of these are glued in, so you can take them out if you need to, swap out the colors. Or even swap out the LEDs because the way that these are all constructed are the female jumper cables. Do you want to grab you some? So we can just demonstrate here. These sure. all pop out like that. So super easy in terms of soldering and connecting oh, all these. And hook oh. these up like that. There you go. And then if we take a look at how this Ninja Flex actually comes out, we showed last week so you guys would not get discouraged. This is actually how it comes off the build plate since we have to turn off retraction um, since it does seem to mess with the extrusion uh, after you uh, do any retraction on that. It's a good safe bet. You're going to get no under extrusion if you just turn off retraction. I mean, it's just going to work. Mm. And then, like we were saying before, these just fit through like that. Put push and then press fit into place. Uh, the little gems go on here like that. And there you go. No you go. need for all that. They're sort of keyed too, because they only go one way. So that's yeah, really yeah. nice. Yep, so you can get that angle and that very nice diffusion on there oh, that's going great. on. Can I demonstrate that with just putting one of these? Yeah, the 10 millimeter LEDs are already diffused, which helps a lot. Mm -hmm. um, one of the tips you can do if you have one that is diffused, hit it with some sandpaper, easy. Yeah, check out. Just look at this, these are already diffused, super bright. Using, these. using what, the coin cell? Yeah, I'm just using a coin here, so. Yeah, so you can do it a number of different ways. You could do just a coin cell and have them all on, or you could go this route where you have some nice PWM pulsing LEDs mm -hmm. with the $7 Gemma, it's really great. Gemma has an on-off switch, so you can you don't have to solder a, a, an on-off switch story built in. Yeah. Plus you, you can upload new code by just plugging in the USB. That's the best part of it. So uh, another cool thing about the working with NinjaFlex is that you have the ability to cut these. You can punch, punch holes it. into it. You can even sew just use a, it you yeah, you can sew into it. We have these little keyed parts here. So you can adjust the length and the size of whatever headband that you can use that taxes onto your head. Here we go. Let's go to the facey cam. Uh, this one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and of course it's light. Hook onto your head. Emerges. Or and super easy costume. Yeah, this is great. It holds on your head pretty good. Yeah, because it's an actual hair hairband. Mm -hmm. We didn't three print the headband, but you could if you, you wanted could to. Definitely print this. We did do that, but we couldn't find this deal. Oh True yeah. True story. A couple of projects uh, ago. We couldn't find this deal. Taking a close look at these <clears throat> horns that you actually designed in. Uh, yeah, I designed these in one two three D, which is like a baby version of Fusion. It's mm -hmm. a dead app, but it's now Fusion, so. We brought it into Fusion and it worked really well. You can import your 1, 2, 3D files into Fusion natively mm -hmm. now, which is what you did, yeah? Just upload it. Yep, just uploaded that. Yeah, these are great little um, hollow, they're already hollowed for you and they have these tabs so they fit on your standard 
uh, kind of Velcro straps or even elastic straps. Mm -hmm. At some point, we'll probably show those other horns that we did a couple years ago, the fire horns. We'll, we'll show those in those. the uh, yeah. shop talk. We Bit do have bigger ones that you can stick. Um, you can actually just do that with these. A strip of LED, have these do a flaming uh, animation that we actually have. Yeah. We'll show those off a little bit Re later. Really great. No, uh, not sharp. They're bendy. They can't break. You mm -hmm. can cut them. Um, the only issue is a little bit of overhang, not a problem. Yeah. Kind of adds. It just to depends it. <laughs> on uh, how good your cooling is, because you can take a look at the more recently printed ones on the Inventor Two yes. we have in stock in the shop. You can see how much better it did than the Replicator Two, yeah. like five, six years ago. <laughs> yeah. These are printed out. These are so old, mm. but still work really pristine. good. Yeah. Yep. One of the tips would be to print them separately. Don't print two at the same time. Let's yes. jump into the learn yes. guide and look at the, the project, all the parts that were used to build the project. I'll walk through this for you. So we got a nice parts list, not that much stuff here going on. We got the Gemma, a couple LEDs, and a battery. Of course, you want to have some extra things like resistors. We do carry those in the shop now, so if you need yourself some 220 ohm resistors, those work really well with a wide variety of LEDs. For the wiring, we're using these jumper cables. If you don't have these jumper cables, get, go ahead and pick some up or use some silicone wires, whatever you prefer. But we got most of the stuff in the shop. Some tools as well, wire strippers, wire cutters, soldering iron, all that stuff is in the shop, handpicked by Lady Ada herself, so they're good stuff. Check it out. We also got the printer there that uh, we're stocking now, the Inventor 2, for a mono price, which is really Flash Forge, and uh, it, it does prints NinjaFlex beautifully. So those are the parts again, nice pictures for them. One of the extra parts we thought we'd add in here, now the Gemma is a great board. It doesn't have some of the features like a feather wood, like the built-in USB recharging. So we do have a little USB breakout for charging your LiPo batteries. This one's nice. That NinjaFlex filament, we do stock it, and I would totally pick some of this up. It is on sale right now for 30 bucks with a 10% out discount. This stuff is normally $60. I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of discontinued. You can't get this stuff anymore. The manufacturer stopped carrying uh, it? No, I think they still have it, but not for 30 bucks, so not definitely pick it up. Yeah. I don't know if that's a typo. Let us know <laughs> if you yeah. put it in the checkout. It says no, that's, I don't know. I yeah. think it'll work though. Another, Check it out, PID2446. This is some really good stuff. We're gonna be using this a, a lot more. We've used it for quite a bit of things, like we were saying before. True. We use the NinjaFlex bumper case for the iPhones, as well as some of the iWatch bumpers that we've never released. So maybe oh, yeah. uh, we should work on one of those. those. Yeah. That's right, I remember that. Mm -hmm. A lot of those little projects we don't release. All right, and there's the printer in stock as well. You can get free shipping on that. It's a nice um, kind of, would you call it like a beginner printer? Like I wish we had this when we were beginners. Like that would have been great to have Wi-Fi and, and a reliable printer mm -hmm. that can print complex geometry. Cool. Okay, check it out. Yep, of LEDs course. every color. Yeah. <laughs> they come in a pack of 25, so you get a nice handful of them. Really They're love big. the LEDs. yellow LEDs, which is what I was demonstrating here. Really love the way yeah, it's the light shines. Color. Like okay, there. Amber color almost. We also have them in five millimeter, which are not diffused, but these are really yeah. great. I just figured this diffused. would be better because of the such of the um, the gem. How big mm -hmm. the gem is. It works really well. You can see how good it does at illuminating all those. Maybe Don't turn eat down. them. They look delicious. <laughs> All right, so those are a rundown of the parts and tools. Let's look at the 3D printing aspect. We got a nice guide here. These are the parts. Um, so two NinjaFlex parts and the gems are PLA. There's our printer there. We got the STLs and Thingiverse. We have the horns available as a shared Fusion 360 file. So the battery the pocket. pocket. And then you can 
edit the crown inside of Tinkercad. So if you great. want to make it bigger or smaller, the cutouts will remain the same. So you can just scale that up. That's and excellent. the 10 millimeter um, port for all of the LEDs will still stay the same. Yeah, excellent. The source files are also available down. If you want to pick up the Gemma M0 as a 3D CAD file, we have it separate, standalone in our GitHub repo. So you can check that out. How about the slice settings? So these are general slice settings for using flexible materials. Some people are asking if their printer can uh, be compatible with it. So one of the things you want to do is just slow it way down to 30 millimeters a second, turn off retraction, increase the temperature to about 240 degrees. 230 or 240? 235 actually, okay. 235 yeah, to 240. We like getting hotter <laughs> just to make sure that doesn't uh, be the issue. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, 30 millimeters to 40 millimeters a second. I would go with 30 millimeters a second. Uh, printing slower is not gonna hurt it too much. So mm -hmm. definitely try that out and then work your way up. If I would print some tests have. first, like some circle cuffs or something. Yeah, something circular that doesn't have a lot of retraction or, or you could go ahead and just try this with all the retractions it's a on there. a lot of, it takes maybe four or five hours. No, this say? takes about 11, 11 hours to hours. print. <laughs> so it is gonna take some big. time to print. It's a big print, a lot of layers. Yeah, um, 200 millimeter and layer it's, height. it's slow, so 30 pointing. millimeters a second. But and you we'll get just, this print that lasts forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much. Less. It's indestructible. Yep, but you can't cut it. So that's uh, the only kind of post-processing is just kind of cleaning up those stranded hairs. Best way to do so is those flush cutters, man. They work really, really well. Mm -hmm. I love these things for cutting all sorts of support materials. Where's my Quick. overhead? Quick tip, if you ha already have these and you use these for a lot of things like chopping off the legs <laughs> on your um, Trimming your ICs nails. or <laughs> your nails, yeah, you're definitely gonna start to introduce, them. Yeah. you're gonna get like um, chips in them, you're gonna get them all dull. So you definitely wanna have a brand new set just for cutting your filament. Uh, that's gonna make a big difference in how close you're actually able to cut away at the overhangs. So definitely get a, a fresh, new pair or just sharpen your existing ones. Yeah. Make sure you have- They're great, you can get to really tight spots Clean too. blades, um, hobby knife works as well, but not as good as being oh, able to just grab a quicker. chunk, yeah. rip it off. All right, so It'll take a while, like... maybe 10 minutes to fully clean all those up. But once you're done, you can see just how perfect it yeah, looks. Good bird's nest of Ninja Flex. <laughs> Circuit diagram, this is hooked up to two of the pads on the Gemma and everything is being shared through the ground pad on there. So just make sure that you have a, enough room to stick all of the ground connections on there. The way this is wired up is each adjacent LED is, con is connected or joined together. So these two are connected. These two are connected to the same pad. Um, reason being is we don't have that many connections. Also, if you wanted to change code and have um, these sort of offset so this one's blinking while that one's uh, you know turning on yeah you can sort of have that and they'll all be you know sort of different at the same rate with the, yeah. with the offset I think another benefit is the current so the current's kind of maybe that's helping out going to two different pins mm. yeah. maybe and yeah you get the ability to have different animations for uh, the LEDs yeah we're using D0 and D2 for the connections just because I can do the PWM that's right. on there um, yeah, I think the other one does cap touch. The other one, so you can actually have another button. That would um, be cool, yeah. Just I don't know, somewhere like cap touch, like uh, with 
copper tape or something that would change the modes or increase the speed of you know the flashing or something you know yeah There's some sort of controller you can add to that use a 150 milliamp hour battery on there 220 ohm resistors on the positive side of the led That's all right. connected Sweet. and i uh, give you the distances that you'll require for the furthest leds away from uh, where the jamma will be mounted 150 millimeters and about 30 millimeters for the closest ones Good reference. Also, the, the fritzing parts the, to create these wiring diagrams, you use the fritzing software, which is linked over here, and we have a library or individual parts if you want to build your own circuit diagram. Yes. Moving on to the code part about this. This is all done in CircuitPython. That's right. You can, we have a standalone guide for setting up your Gemma M0 with CircuitPython. It ships with CircuitPython, but chances are we have a newer version of CircuitPython, so you can just easily flash yeah. it, get yourself the latest version, and get uh, you don't necessarily need the bun the library bundle because it's kind of Pulse.io is already built in to that, uh, but you can do that too. We also have how to install Python editor Mu, which is our favorite Python editor. And we also have uh, the code available on GitHub if anyone wants to fork it or, or just straight download here as an embed. So it works very well. Basically, we're setting up two uh, PWM objects and two LEDs, and then we just kind of create this nice brightness. And huge shout out to Mikey Scalar who is a contributor to Adafruit, um, who actually wrote this code, which is kind of modified a little bit. So that works out really well. Mm -hmm. So check it out. It is up on, like I said, GitHub and as a kind of embedded download here. Moving on to the assembly. This is where we are going to install everything. Give me a second here. All right, moving on to the mounting of LEDs, as we said before, super easy, press fits uh, through the NinjaFlex crown, and then we top it off with the gem right on top, and that sort of sandwiches it, holds it in place. The, um, the opening is big enough that, that when the flange goes up against it, it's not going to go all the way through, so thankfully the LEDs do have that to prevent it from um, going all the way through. And that's what I'm talking about it's right here. It's a small one, but it's a little there. flange. It's big enough just to fit that through. Another reason why I liked using the NinjaFlex was this, for this was I didn't have to worry too much about having a perfect tolerance since I can make it just a little bit smaller, and that definitely helps out in holding the LED in place. Like, uh, there you go. Sweet. So it won't push all the way through. Mm -hmm. Excellent. It stops there. And then you just mount the LED right on top of it. Like you were saying, it is keyed, so you can't oh, yeah. put this in. The, um, the wrong way it won't fit. Just because of the way the angle of the gems and the way that this is actually curved mm -hmm. like that, it wouldn't fit perfectly straight. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the yep. gems to get that very nice uh, shine, like geometric cut look is to use the triangular infill. You kind of see it there. That's gonna give you that chiseled um, look for the Gems, you can kind of see it there. Yeah, triangle is my favorite. You also, what heated bed for the glass look? Yeah, really uh, I mean it doesn't matter since okay. the bottom is doesn't really matter. Bottom. Surface is the surface. All right, cool. Back over to the learn guide. You put your LEDs in. Your LEDs in. We're using just regular hot glue to connect the lipo pocket onto the crown. Yeah. So NinjaFlex on NinjaFlex via hot glue. Actually sticks really well. I was surprised really that it held on because mm -hmm. normally hot glue doesn't stick to anything. Cause, yeah. Yeah, especially silicone. But hey, this worked out really well. 
The tip. positioning of the lipo pocket, you just want to make sure that the opening is on the top of how you were, mm. would wear the crown. Yeah. <clears throat> the little bottom port for the wires to go through should be pointing down at the bottom. And that's going to line up when we connect our Gemma. We're going to have the USB on the top so you can easily have it down on your desk and connect to try whatever animation that you're working on. Same thing with attaching the Gemma to the pocket. We're just using a little drop of hot glue as well. The LEDs were bent, were they not? Oh, sorry, skip the step. Yeah, you skip, skip the, the step. step. Very important step. You want to bend the legs so they're not touching, and you also want to make sure that they are uh, bent to the closest distance to where the center of the gem will mount. So as you can see here, the red and the blue ones, they're not yeah. going to cross over because that would just increase the to. size. Mm -hmm. So definitely be uh, mindful of that. You can solder on the 220 resistors. And then for connecting the legs, I'm just actually using the female to male raw jumper mm. cables. So it's stripped out of the plastic little uh, end tip for that. Mm. And those are pretty good size for fitting your LED legs or the resistors right onto there. But you can well. either solder those to, to ensure they're connected or I just left them so I could easily swap out an LED in case I broke the leg from bending. True. Okay. Here's so, the hot glue Yep, step. mounting the Gemma, as we said, we want to make sure that it's positioned with the USB port facing up, which mm. is going to be a it's lot good. more easier to connect yeah. uh, when you're programming. Excellent. It's at an angle a little bit, just so it's Yeah, yeah. So this straight. is, you were saying, uh, asking when we were rehearsing how difficult it was to actually solder <laughs> all this. It's a lot more easier when you don't have a camera and you're worrying about angle and getting the shine out of the way mm. and shadow, so it's not too bad to solder all of these together. Just have yourself a little tweezer so you can position all the wires. I mean, it's just three pads, so it's not that difficult to connect. You can kind yeah. of see here. I actually yeah. have like a bunch of jigs holding you that. Can lay it, you can lay it flat, and then it gives you much more open area. Yeah. Cool. You can click on any of these images to enlarge them as well. It's just a tip. If you do the learning system, just click on the image to enlarge it. After you've completed all of the soldering work, only then you're going to line up your battery into the pocket, insert with the wire uh, going into the little port uh, hole in the bottom. And you'll slip that through. I did make the, um, the hole for this big enough to be able to fit it through, but if you need, you can like take um, pliers or tweezers to sort of- uh, Force it through. Uh, no, to sort of like enlarge the hole. Okay. And so you put it through and yeah, then just it's elastic. It. This is elastic material, it's not yeah. just flexible. And you can slide the uh, JST port through that. Pull it all the way through. Uh, when you're pushing on the, um, jump over to the yeah, overhead. overhead. You wanna make sure you're pushing with the meat part of your finger. Do not use your you'll, nail. You'll leave you a mark. Definitely leave a mark. These yeah, are these naked lipo, are, lipo batteries, yeah. yeah. Easily so dented. So definitely be careful when you're pushing yeah. that in. I think I made one right there I see with your, your nail. Yeah. So push it in with your, all the fat meat in your finger. Fat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Gently <Okay>. too. <laughs> The name of the show is Fat Meat Fingers. <laughs> cool. uh, moving on to plug it in the... Yes, yep, plug it in. You coiled it too, look at that. You want to make sure fancy. you coil it so that it's nice and fancy and not hanging mm. down onto your head, Excess getting caught. Wire. Mm. All right. Show it there already. Moving on to adding your headband. If you jump over back to the overhead, you do have these slotted parts on the print that will allow you to cut away uh, depending on what the size of the headband is, this is size to the one the small headband that mm. we used here. Yeah. So I, the reason I left that is there, uh, I didn't want to have all this um, 
even more retraction when it's going no, when it's printing that That's provides smart. it's kind of a provides nice support. um yeah supports for all of this on the the top of it so you can just use a hobby knife or you know, just get in there and cut away um, depending on how much you need for that pinch and cut yep pinch it and then you cut. slide that through and then with the head uh, the horns those slide in via the little two tabs on the side there. Mm. If you want to have these a different direction, you know, you can mount these. Uh, so these horns are pointing the other way. You can flip them around or yeah, you can just you go can, into the CAD yep. and completely flip the tabs or for this. Or make your own sew tabs or something. We actually have different uh, versions of this horn. We have these long ones. We have a, like little shorter baby ones. And as we'll show later baby in the show, we have these huge like goat ones with goat. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> Lovely goat horns. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Sweet. Very easy yep. to make. Get your Bowsette peach inspired LED crown. Yeah. So we've been wanting to do this one for a while. Of mm -hmm. course, everything that came together was, uh, you know, having the printer that could print this beautiful uh, model out. The uh, Circuit Python. Gemma. I mean, everything just came together and... I keep switching cameras, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> everything came together and coming up with this cool LED horn. Or, uh, horns and... Horns and crown. Crown. I kept calling it tiara. Like, it's Princess Peach tiara, not crown. It turns out it is a crown. <laughs> tiara's different. Yeah. Different shape, different form factor. So, easiest, I think, costume to build in terms yeah, of, you I know, think, um, it's all you would have to wear. Some of the things <laughs> is, yeah, uh, you could just buy a pre-made prop already and just add electronics to it, mm -hmm. which is really good. The 3D printing is like, we have access to it, but if not, it's still the uh, same techniques that you would use to put in an existing prop, which mm -hmm. there's tons of great existing props out there. So adding a little bit of glowy LEDs to it is always a fun thing to do, especially this time of year. Very uh -huh. cool. Hope Yay. that inspires folks to do the same. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. out there, something that isn't made yet, like this Bowsette. Mm -hmm. thing. It's like Since this is all fan-made like, oh, anyway, yeah. I wanted to throw my two cents in, in terms of a different version. I did see somebody using this crown in their Bowsette uh, cosplay, which definitely validated it for me. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Sweet. Yeah, cool. Check it out. Got a great see. guide on wiring LEDs as well, all about LEDs. You can check out that learn guide on the Adafruit Learning System as well. Just type in all about LEDs and you'll find it. Sweet, let's go ahead and take some questions. Where is that? I had it open earlier. There it is. People are waiting on their Ada box. Mm. Should be there soon. There's not an unboxing yet, John. There will be he one. He is Thursday, editing it. Tuesday. Yes. People commenting on how they love how flexible filament works. Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's amazing stuff. I always have a pleasure to put it in a project where it makes sense and where it's like you can only do this with interflex because it's uh, <laughs> really nice this however you could do in pla we did um, print our first prototypes that's in right. pla but it would of course not as wearable like this this is great you can put this on your kid's head and it won't hurt them mm -hmm. it's great all right moving on to oh kirby's asking ultimaker 5s favorite printer ever Yes, Let's I put it that way. can't believe how good that thing Favorite prints. Favorite print ever, breakaways, <laughs> The quality, ports, yeah. We actually works. It's pretty yeah. nice. 
All right, uh, that's my song and dance. Let's move on to... Proust is coming in. Proust oh is coming God, in. Proust is coming in. Yeah, Proust is coming in. We need we a shipping got, thing. Um, what else we got coming in? Another flash Maybe the force? palette? Palette. We're, we're working on palette. We getting that other giant printer. With it. Surprisingly, that new Flash Forge has independent... What's the name of it? Creator 3. Creator 3. And it has independent nozzles. Mm. So that would be really cool to try those out and see how it stacks up against the Ultimaker's independent nozzles. I like big builds. I cannot lie. You know, big builds, big printer buildings. Anyway. Moving on to this week's, <laughs> what are we prototyping? What are we prototyping, what are we prototyping this um, week? Do I show the trellis or the saber? What do you guys want to see? Yeah, what do you want to see? I don't know. Do you want to see a trellis, NeoPixel trellis, or a lightsaber featuring the all-new prop wing? They probably want to see the prop wing. <laughs> you guys still watching? If you guys want Hello. to uh, tune into um, last week's Ask an Engineer, right at the end, Lamar does preview the all the cool wing. stuff. Oh, Kirby um, wants trellis, so we're going with trellis. Trellis, 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 yeah. lightsaber. We got one for lightsaber, two for trellis. I don't even know where my trellis is. Oh, there it is. Why not both? <laughs> okay, well then trellis first all right, because let's this is next squeeze it project. all in there. Yeah, we'll do it real We got quick. way too much for this show. This is the Neo Trellis. We made a 3D printed case for it. There are two buttons. We got this button over here and this button over here. This is a 10 millimeter panel mounted one. We don't carry these in the star yet, but we probably will. These we do, these are uh, just kind of your standard red LED metal push button. Got an on off switch, so let's turn it on. It's running some demo code. Um, shout out to Kirby and John Park for helping me out with that. Um, so it's got that random uh, colors that, um, that show up when you press the buttons. And when you hold down this button over here and press another button, it clears it and then gives you a new color you can kind of play this game where it's like, oh, okay, let me try to get all the same color, all the same colors of that first button that was reset. And that kind of makes a fun game. So when you get them all, you can reset the button. Snap fit enclosure, three pieces, actually four pieces to it. Um, we switched out the battery for a LiPo battery and it's running off of a Feather M0 Express, which is in there. So we can do um, CircuitPython, of course, or Arduino. It'd be probably smart to wire this into the reset so you can switch um, different thingy things. The update inside is I, I added a little uh, battery holder for the 500 milliamp battery. We're gonna switch that out for a 1200 milliamp battery because that seems to fit okay. And there's some wiring here um, with the, you know, JST connectors and stuff. So this will be next week's project. And it's more of a, here's a case and some sample code as well. So let's turn it off now. So that works really well. Neo Trellis Case. Next up is the Saber Wing. We've been working on this for a couple months now because it is, it does require, did I hit You're something? Fine. You're fine. Okay, it does require um, a new product. So this is the kind of final prototype. We got some cool elements here. The bottom here is where the speaker is housed. It is, um, the pommel. It is, a, what was I gonna say? It's a threaded screw. So this, uh, threads into this bottom here. This is where the battery is. So this is kind of like a heat sink, I want to call it. Uh, inside there is a 4,400 milliamp battery. We got two buttons in this sort of clamp. The way this design works is that you got these two uh, threaded inserts. They're threaded pieces that thread onto these two pieces. And then this is a clamp that kind of has this keyed um, pinchy thing that pinches it and holds it with one screw. And uh, there are some nice dual extruded elements. You don't have to dual extrude it, but I thought I'd add some details to dual extrude it here. 
When you're mounting panel mounted buttons on a curved surface, it helps to have a flat surface. So that's why there's these extrudes here. They have a slight um, tapered angle to them as well so that they print without any supports. You can see how it kind of barely trims there, but you kind of need it to get that flat surface. Um, inside here is a secret panel, which you might have seen. So I'm gonna just take that off. It's held in by magnets. And inside there is the uh, Sabre wing. This is like one of the first prototypes. Uh, so we're getting these manufactured in the next couple of months. Uh, so on here we have a three watt LED, RGB LED driver. We have a NeoPixel um, with a five volt level shifting so it can power a ton of NeoPixels. We have a speaker, built-in amplifier speaker. There's the pot to kind of adjust the volume. And then this is the Pico blade connector for the speaker, which routes all the way down here. The speaker's down there, battery, and then these two buttons here. Um, so yeah, you get a button over here for on off and then sort of a mode switch button. This is an RGB uh, button. So it has three LEDs in there and they are wired into, into these guys. So it's a, it's a wing that you just put on top of your M0 uh, Express or your M4 Express. You want some real speediness to it. And this is where the blade is. I'll show the insides of it next week, maybe, because right now I just want it, you know, here. But bu building the blade was uh, a lot of fun and really using John Park's method that uh, he documented in his learn guides. If you want to get started on your builds, you can do that. This is a 3D printed cap, comes right off. And there you can see the coral plast, and there is uh, double sided uh, high density NeoPixels, the 144 meter. And then for the diffusion of the polycarbonate tube, we're using the paper, uh, what is it called? Paper, baking paper? Parchment paper. Yes, parchment. So let's turn it on. Huge shout out to Phil B for um, modifying the code so that it runs on the M0. Uh, I believe there's still some things to do with it, but it does have motion swings. So when I swing it, you might want to stand a little bit far away. So you can swing it and it doesn't fall apart, which is really nice. Best feature is you can swing it and it doesn't fall apart. Yay. <laughs> uh, might speak too soon. Um, so it feels really good in the hand. It's a 32 inch blade that's about 100, uh, 114 neopixels and then multiply that by two. So you get that. Um, yeah, it works really well. Sound effects are using like an open, open, live, open license sound files because we don't want to get in trouble if we redistribute them. But that's the Sabre wing, the Sabre builds that we have so far. There are some things I want to do to it maybe. Um, maybe uh, add some wireless connect uh, wireless connectivity of course is one thing and wire uh, wireless charging would be another really great thing. So now the next step is to learn how to Sabre battle. <laughs> is, that, is that what fell? Yeah. So we're going to be a saber battle for the video. Yeah. And then real quick, let's go ahead and share some super cool saber stuff from Azure Skies. So want to give a shout out to Azure Skies as he's been sharing his lightsaber build as well so using the a machined this build. Out. This looks beautiful. <laughs> Here's a couple of extras. Yeah. This is really what I've been looking at. So this is a Pogo pin custom PCB wow. that allows you to basically take uh, the blade out without having to kind of pop out this connection. Mine's a ah. little, mine's kind of similar where I can plop out the blade. I just have to disconnect hmm. one JST connector, which is great because now we have these wow. three JST connectors, but this allows you to easily take it off. So that's super excellent. Uh, and then using some other connector bits here. 
uh, to get that all started up. So that is a really sweet, elegant way. Also, I'd really like to know where you get that tube. That is a lot thinner tube. I'm using a one-inch diameter tube. Hmm. This seems to be like maybe half an inch or three-eighths of an inch. I don't know inches. I know millimeters. But this is super cool. I like how thin that blade is. And uh, Azure Sky has been sharing a lot of his uh, build too, which is really great. So uh, if you guys want to build a super awesome, legit <laughs> lightsaber, uh, talk with Azure Skies, man. He's got some great stuff going on. So that is the prototyping segment. Kind of rushed through it, but we really need to get uh, through this. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to pick up anything to build your own lightsaber, Bowsette is a good coupon code you can use. We also have, of course, shout out to John Park on his learn guide on uh, the lightsaber build using the hollow wing. So if you're getting your Ada box and you want to build something cool that isn't an eyes-based project, why not put some eyes on your saber? Yeah, very, very cool. I like this one because it's a little bit shorter, so you can like swing it around everywhere. Less soldering too with the uh, mm, the, uh, with the amount of uh, neopixels. Yeah, <clears throat> very cool stuff. Um, yeah, man. So that is what we're prototyping, and we'll be releasing those as uh, the products get lined up and things. Mm -hmm. But uh, we might have something else between the saber and the trellis, probably most likely. Real quick for layer by layer, um, we throw up all of our CAD files on GitHub. So if you go to GitHub slash Adafruit and search for CAD, you will find that on GitHub. Yep. Trying to do new parts every week as well. Is that green? That's weird. All right, we're going to move into Community Makes or Shop Talk. Community Makes. Shop Talk. It's kind of like a Shop Talk. This week's Time Lapse Tuesday is oh, no, no, no. Super... The, this thing. Shop Talk. Oh, Shop Talk. Yeah. More Ninja Flex. More Ninja Flex Here's stuff. Some practical Ninja Flex. So every time there's a new product released, like GoPros, which we use heavily for doing our motion time lapses, of course, we got to pick one up to get that buttery okay. smooth um, time lapse, hyperlapse feature that they have on it. But of course, the first thing that a designer does is check does our previous cases fit? And yay, it does. So this is Ninja Flex GoPro bumper because the ones that it ships with is like this honking big yeah. thing that you yeah, don't Yeah, it's really a huge need all, clamp thing. You don't need all that. It's crap. a little bit of weight. This is really easy to pop in and out. Mm -hmm. it, the the standard use case is, yeah, that it has built to in. a quarter inch uh, for the tripod, not the funky clamp thing that they use. Don't right, like it that the GoPro much. knuckles don't need that there. Mm -hmm. Also some nice in, uh, imprints for like the buttons and things. They all line yeah, up everything perfectly, lines up, so good yeah. job to to uh, the GoPro team for you know keeping the same kind of uh, mm -hmm. external because they know they have a ton of cases so yeah so all the buttons all line up they'll work yeah. you still have access to the ports on the side here and because it's Interflex it just pops yeah, it just right in like on. that yeah couldn't do that with PLA yeah just shatter yep so you can just get all that and you have a nice little floaty thing on the bottom here so this will float upwards and of course your um, tripod mount it's just squishy squishes in there. Of course, you can print this in whatever color. Um, super happy that all of my little cutouts work, like the LEDs, mm -hmm. all that Looks works like in there. That. And I've not tested it yet. I'm still letting it charge. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully... Can uh, I go to the Learn Guide? Yeah, we do have a Learn Guide for this. So if all you want right, to print this let's out. Go to the learn guide. So go to the Learn Guide. Here it is. No. This one. No. This one. We have so many Learn Guides. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, this is the guide for it. Super it's easy. Show us more yeah. photos of it. Yeah. We do have the um, 
into cheetah sluts. lava that's cool you know that. mm -hmm. so maybe we try cheetah yep on ult maker yeah that'll work really good for adventure. that you also yeah. got some camera bits we love carrying camera bits because we use them all the time mm -hmm. yeah this was printed under maker by oh gosh oh yeah maker who and there we go all the settings how to set up your oh, you um, did support material, support material for that little port opening there actually printing it without that frame in there but it would pop off mm. so um, i did try that of course right. fusion file if you want to edit this if you want to have the 38 score 20 on the top for whatever reason yeah. shooting like stereoscopic video or something like that you want to fit it into something specific mm -hmm. that's another way all of the bodies for that you can adjust yeah and then just a little assembly guide, which is pretty quick. Yep. Cool. So we got that. That is our shop talk. Yeah. Good, flexible, practical printing. I forgot what this was, a six or five? It says on there, five. Where? Right there. Yeah, okay. Black on black, hero five. So that five one's what, seven? seven, yeah. Wow. So we skipped so the generation. So we skipped I almost the gen got a and six. it still fits. So happy I did not. Yeah, that's great. So we'll, we'll be testing these out. Yep. Cool. Good student project too, is to make a case for a device. That's yes. great uh, little. This was pretty complex too. Yeah, it's real nice. Next up, um, when we were talking about the flaming horns, of course, yeah, we had to bring yeah. out. Hold on, let me turn them on. All right, so we got a learn guide for horns. Some amazing code from the, the fantastical Phil B. Philip for guests. I forget which way looks the best. This way. These. It's in the video. Is it like that? No. <laughs> you wear them like that, or they <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh. Look at that cool suit you got going on, man. That's super cool. Yeah, so these are the LED oh, flaming gosh, horns. Yeah, these are using... So we got a strip uh, of uh, NeoPixels inside there, two trinkets, and each horn. And got that very awesome flame code <laughs> from Phil B. Trying to get a black background on your yeah. horns. All right, let me go back to the, the what is it, B? A? This one? So your normal <laughs> size there. There you go. Oh, Goat horns. Very long super ones. Bright. Yeah. But super cool flaming animation on the inside there, you can see. And you want to do overhead? 500 milliamp hour batteries in each, in each horn with the NinjaFlex pockets, with the little tabs on the side there that are attaching to the elastic band. We do sell the band goggles. and the goggles in the shop. That's right. This is actually printed with ABS. This is, oh man, six year old uh, horns as well. Yep, super old trinket inside there too with the oh, old yeah, with USB the mini, connection. The mini <laughs> USB. Yeah. Here's a better look at the exposure of it. Yeah, take Very out lovely flames. animations. Wow. Very cool. This was a Arduino C, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can check that out. Very cool. Now the code been updated too to work with the latest oh, versions of Arduino. So okay. that's good. Because we tried uploading it, I was like, this is working. Now you can still be. You can see the tree supports that I had on the oh, bottom yeah. of these. Yeah, very challenging print. And so much curvature. Yeah. And nice and thin as well. So it's like two perimeters. Sweet. Good diffusion on that. And we do have a learning guide on that. If you want to do something even easier, I think. With some cool horns. All right, man, I'm not, you go to the same. <laughs> you gotta remember these, these keys. Looks like a ram. A ram, battling ram? Yeah. Very cool, so you can check that out. 
That's just a light, nice little flashback since it is October. Halloween is a very close. You want to start mm -hmm. on whatever project you're working on. That's right. Yesterday. We'll answer questions a little bit. Yesterday. You totally to not on working them. on the same price. I'm watching this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've been working on it nonstop, man. Keep, keep <laughs> doing. Keep going. Other really cool stuff for Community Makes. We got a time lapse. Check out this week's time lapse. This week's time lapse is really simple, fun one. Dual extrusion. This is the video in case you missed it. Sprint on Ultimaker 3, dual extruded with clear PLA and black. PLA, it's actually Vertigo Galaxy from Filamentum. This is a great design from Greg Zumwalt, one of our favorite designers. Um, it's just a simple ghost with a, a hollowed thing, with a hollowed kind of body and a circle cutout at the bottom for putting into your standard tea light. Mm -hmm. So we designed it for that. But I also have some little things I wish I had more time to do. You know, we got those NeoPixel rings and it seems to fit perfectly inside the uh, inside the ghost's bottom. Let's call it the bottom. So uh, I got uh, itsy bitsy running here on a breadboard with Circuit Python. Really easy to throw this together. And I have this as a 12 NeoPixel ring that is uh, just being powered off of the USB uh, pin here. And I have these uh, custom made, what do you call them? <laughs> Jumper cables that allow me to kind of prototype real quick. So. You know, if you want to do some test fittings, this you got a circle bottom here, and you get yourself a nice rainbow glowing um, ghost ghost element, whatever you want to put this in. Make some goggles or something like that. We got these in stock. Um, they're really easy to work with. You can kind of just press fit them into whatever you want to or glue them. And it's always nice to kind of wire in uh, these jumper cables so that you can quickly test your code out and see if it's working or not. But yeah, I think one of the easier things is just, you know, no battery. Well, I do have a battery. It's a USB battery, so you just plug it in. You don't have to worry about uh, the battery popping or anything like that. So if you've got a bigger prop that you want to build, you can have this simple setup here. And that's, again, the Itsy Bitsy M0. M0. So you can fit a lot of things like sounds and different graphics, maybe. So there you go. There's our... Uh, a ghost with a neopixel ring in his bottom. <laughs> Very cool. A couple of makes for this week as well. Yep, this is a Thingiverse design, by the way, that's on Thingiverse. It is, let me find it right here. So you can check that out. It's also a single extrusion print that you can get as well. Here he is with the tweed light. Looking really good. All right, so we got some other community makes. This is a really cool one. This is a make. Um, Pare posted this. This is the LED matrix sand toy that we worked in collaboration with Phil B. It uses a Pi Zero and uh, these two buttons and the Honkin. I forget the display. It's a huge display. Is it 64 by 64? I can't remember. I think so. Something like that. He's got a bunch of different um, oh, programs wow. running on it, though. That's cool. Yeah, so it's like a maze that you can hmm. kind of play some games. Wow. It's like a graphic. More graphic, another so cool. type of game, emoji. <laughs> um, he put the, yeah, the, mm. the LIS3DH is the accelerometer that we're using. There's the power boost, there's the buttons all wired up. Very um, nice. Really nice kind of way to get in the back there and just mm -hmm. plug in wires yeah, and add different things. A um, lot of great photos. I love when people go the extra mile and just post so many photos. He even has a blog post. Um, and the code too, the updated code, so you can see more, more code stuff. Printed on a Flash Forge, Creative Pro, excellent. Nice. 
we have another one. He posted this one too. He had to make both of them. This is the mini baby version, the feather version, using the Charlie Plex LED matrix that we have as a feather wing. So you can check that out. Lovely print, good colors. It's the wobbly one, so it just kind of wobbles. Mm -hmm. Good design there. Pedro, this is a good, uh, we got two of these makes, so I just shared one. Really great. It's time of the season for candy, candy bowl, whatever bowl. Or planter. This, or planter. Originally it was a planter, but you can print it really big and use it as a whatever prop. Very cool. This is a remix to the Halloween case that released two weeks ago. It is a bigger back for mm. a bigger battery. So very nice. Um, you can add all sorts of things to it. Super cool. Yeah, very cool. Thanks for the remix. Dr. Dr. Witch. And the last one we'll share is this arcade button. Um, Super old build that we never release. We yeah, have on to Adafruit. come up with this a new one. This is pre Adafruit days, yeah. So we basically get an arcade button and wire it into your doorbell system if you have one. Um, this gentleman here modified it so it has a hood and I, I think it's backlit maybe. And he's got some iconography there. So really cool to be able to switch colors out and get different colors like that. You can even do uh, pigments too. Just a box with a button. Those are always fun projects, my favorite projects. And Very functional, that's this week's Community Makes. If you guys have any projects you'd like to share with us, please hit us up on the social channels. You can also post it on the channel, the uh, channel on Discord, which we are hanging out there. There is a show and tell channel. Tube is one inch diameter tube, really? Oh, he wants to see what we use for the battery. We quickly want to show that. We're using a 44 milliamp hour? Yeah, I'm using the 44. I got a spare one over here that I can pull out. I don't want to pull it out of the Sabre build. But it's basically two, uh, two 2200s that are balanced. So it looks like this. That's how big it is. It's literally like just enough to fit inside the, the 40 millimeter diameter. That's sort of my limit. Everything inside here, the components have to fit within 40 millimeter diameter. So this is about 39 or 38, so it fits with that shell, so it fits right in here. And the way I have it mounted is it's really just a press fit hole, and there's two little tabs that allow wires to press through it, but um, that's it. Big battery. Well, close to big. Biggest I could fit it inside here. I really like these because they're, they're hardy, they're hard, they're not going to break, and um, yeah, I like them. So that's the battery. The question on, do I buy a pallet too, or do I get a 3D printer with multi-material? Oh, that's a tough one. I would just go with the multi-material printer? printer, yeah, because at that point when you're just buying the, you know, something if you extra have a printer, onto, though, and it's a good isn't printer? it pretty close to the price of what the printer would be? I mean, if a you just spend bucks, the extra, I mean, if, yeah, if you spend just a little bit extra to get yeah. the, with the printer already on there, it's going to be supported. It's going to know what the calibration offset for each of the nozzles are. It depends on your setup. So yeah. it really depends. Look at your options and mm -hmm. try to pick the best one that makes sense for your stiff. Yep. Azure Skies is saying he's using 18650s mm. together. Can't manage to fit a two oh. cell side mm. by side in the same. Probably it's slightly thinner, man. Like the diameter, it's maybe it's a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the blade looks really small. I thought it was like half an inch. It looks really thin. It feels like my blade's like a little bit too thick, but it's what I could get. It's the T8 bulb guard size. Mm -hmm. I really tried looking for a, a thicker polycarbonate thing. I couldn't find one, polycarbonate tube. Um, so it is really thin, almost like 
too thinly, you can squish this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Really? There you go. So you can squish that. You can, every time you swing it around, you can hear crunkling, cr crippling of the paper. Crinkling. Crinkling of the parchment paper. So it diffuses nicely, so that's always good. I think I could also get uh, the parchment paper with one sheet, and I think it's wrapped around maybe two or three times, so the less would, would probably give you a more glow. It's cool that it gets brighter as uh, you swing it. When it detects a little bit of emotion, it does get brighter. It kind of goes back down to like 50%. And then a, a hard swing will give you that, that white kind of flash. Very cool. Super fun. Super fun to build these things. Hopefully this uh, prop maker wing will help a lot of people out with their interactive props. That was it. Coupon code. If anybody wants to pick up uh, stuff, help the team out, pick up a kit every once in a while, helps us out. Oh, for the trellis, John K is saying that the elastomer button pad is not included. Make sure oh, that not, you do yeah. add one. Make sure you add one, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, something that we actually uh, injection molded. So hmm. um, I want to say it's designed by Mike Dole. Mike, let me know if you're, that's true or not. Hmm. We, has it, we have it as a step file so you can, um, so you can cat around it, which is what yeah. I did. Maker Block is asking, can you run six NeoPixels off of one CR2032? I don't believe so. Yeah. It could barely light up a purple LED. Yeah. They're like, they're like six volts though, or five volts, whatever. Actually, yeah. guys is designing it's his specifically perfect. for sparring. Let's see how ours oh, holds up. 40 bucks, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to stay away from that, but I think I might go that route just for my build. <laughs> but we, the point is to kind of make it a really low cost, or at least as low as we can get. And mm -hmm. man, those T8 bulb guards cost like $3 at Home Depot. And I got two of them. Hmm. And you get this nice four foot long one. Yeah. I like it at this 32 inch length, because I can, I'm a, I'm a short dude, so it helps out when I want to swing it. So I can swing it around and hopefully not break anything. <laughs> I've literally been doing this for like hours on end, just doing this. You need to get better at like stancing or whatever. Yeah. What was it yesterday? We pulled up like every lightsaber fight on YouTube and just, <laughs> just gorging on that. Very cool. Lipo it is, yeah. Go Lipo. Maybe a small one. Cool, I think that's everything in our notes this right. week. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you guys so much. Let's see, do we have any last housekeeping bits? We sure do. Later tonight we have Ask an Engineer and the Show and Tell. Show and Tell starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time today on Wednesday. And then later then at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard is uh, Ask an Engineer with Lamar and Phil. Maybe some more sneak peeks. Mm -hmm. Hopefully some new products. You should check out last week's episode too. If, in case you missed it, mm -hmm. there was too many sneak peeks that fell out of the vault. Yeah, so oh my God, check that, out that, that music, music vault. Yeah, oh gosh, see some synth stuff they're working on. Cool. Definitely tune in. And have your questions answered live on air. You get to call in when, when some giveaways, usually the new products that are released. So that's right. tune in for that. Tomorrow we have John Park. That's right. John Park, Thursdays at 4 p.m. John mm -hmm. Park's workshop. Doing some make a code minute, make, make code minutes, and live ramping builds. up to all the Adabox 09 builds, yeah. so you can get ready, start building out some really cool Halloween-inspired projects for right. the season. 
we're on the third. Come on, guys, it's it's almost over. <laughs> it's like yep. almost over for real. And if you haven't subscribed yet, get ready for Ada Box Ten. I think they have started working on it. So Box Ten, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget coupon codes and uh, free deals and all that stuff. Every penny helps out. So thank you so much for your mm -hmm. your orders. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of us. There is a lot of us. Hopefully, there's more. Well, thank you guys so much. Good luck with all your endeavors, and don't forget to. Make, make a great day. We're going to do it at the same time. Make, make a, a great, great day. day. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. And we'll play. No, no, no fails this week, right? I don't have any fails. I don't have any fails. Oh, I haven't, but I didn't offload. Oh, okay. Here's a song. <laughs>